Hello, folks. Welcome back to Quartzile Wellness. I'm your host, Brandon St. Croix, former athlete and current sports social worker. On today's episode, we have Natalie Graves returning to the Quartzile with us. We'll catch up with Natalie to discuss some of the work she's done in the sports social field and all about her new prep book and how it can be used with your athlete today, where you can find it, and how it can be best utilized for teams, for coaches, for athletes. So, folks, sit in and enjoy. And folks, we're back with Natalie Graves. Natalie's joined us before courtside. Natalie, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And since you joined us before, we got some big news that brings us here today. We had a little hint of it there on the first time you joined us here courtside. You are now a published author. On top of being a social worker, a pioneer, a sports social worker, a school social worker, and the list continues. But again, congratulations on your first publication. Thank you so much. I, I am super excited to be here with you to talk about it. Um, uh, it it's, it's a long time coming and, and it's finally here. Thank you. So for those who may not have seen our first episode, give us a quick overview of who you are. Yeah, for sure. So um, for those who, who are listening for the first time or are not familiar, my name is Natalie Graves. I'm, I'm based in Chicago, a licensed clinical social worker, certified addictions counselor, practice sports social work. A school social work is, is actually what I was trying to say. And currently I have a private practice specializing in working with athletes um, for their, around their mental health and performance. Uh, I am a sports social worker. I focus on athletes on all levels, professional, collegiate, youth sports, uh, Olympic, retired athletes. And um, I really focus on the importance of psychoeducation around the mental health piece for athletes and then also the performance. And, and as you said, Brandon, I've just added a, a title. I am now a published author as well. And I got to say, it was a great book. I just finished it there in the last few days. So let's jump right into it in terms of the athlete's prep book. So tell us a bit about how this came to be and how the vision for the athlete's prep book became. Yeah, you know, the vision was really um, inspired on the work that I do with athletes every day. Um, the work that I do um, in sessions individually, the work I do with teams, um, when I'm consulting with athletic uh, programs. And so I, I wanted to create a tool and a resource for athletes and coaches um, to be able to have material based on their perspective. So since I focus on mental health and performance, I wanted to create a book like that. So how this book, you know, an athlete can take the book, get tools to help them uh, perform better. They also can learn about themselves as an athlete and an individual through questionnaires and screeners. And there's also a journal. It's a weekly journal when you're in your season where you can really do check-ins within yourself. You can do goal setting. You can be motivated by the quotes in the in in some of the the um the perspective I give you week to week to keep you directed. And it's also a mental health resource guide 
from a sports perspective. And so what does that look like? So, you know, one of the common things that, you know, everyone's heard of depression, you know, or anxiety. And so we, we, we may have a little bit of an idea of what that looks like. Well, not only do I talk about um, anxiety or dep- and depression, but I talk about it from how it looks in athletes. So you're going to get a mental health resource guide for athletes, for folks in the sports world. So how, how um, uh, injuries impacts an athlete and what does that look like? Disordered eating, eating disorder, two different things, you know. So we talk, I talk a lot about the things that I have seen in my practice that I've addressed and worked on with individual athletes and within groups. And I put it in a book to hopefully that um, athletes and coaches and, and athletic trainers can have this book as a resource for themselves to work with it with their athletes. I mean, there's a lot of ways you could use the book and get some valid, uh, vital information. And one part I really loved about the book was especially the part of how it's not just around performance, but it's improving your performance, but also taking care of your mental wellness and well-being. Can we talk about in terms of how important that is and how often the second part is forgotten? Right. And and that is that is really coming from my belief system in that a healthy athlete, an athlete who is really taking care of their mental wellness will perform better. And so I thought that was really important to really highlight that. Um, too often, we really forget that athletes are human and they have struggles and ups and downs just like anybody else. And so I wanted to normalize that, that you know, you can, you can have difficulties and you can still figure out how to navigate and work through some of those things and still be a performer. You know, and, and, and we do forget that all too often. And, and, you know, one of the things that I, I put in the book, and I, and I put this in the book talking about mental toughness and mental illness, we have this kind of um, assumption, if someone is struggling with their mental health, well, they cannot be mentally tough. And I, I uh, dispute that. And I, I want to interrupt that line of thinking. So when we are talking about a mental illness, we really need to understand that this is a medical condition. This is a diagnosed medical condition. And that has nothing to do with if an athlete has the ability to harness within themselves mental toughness. And so I I talk about that in the book and giving examples like a Michael Phelps or Naomi Osaka who both have um, had high successes in their sports, the top, the tops of of their of their um, sports at at uh, given times, and have they both have reported publicly that they struggle with their mental health. And so, if if Michael Phelps can, ha- I think he has the most gold medals, you know, ever or something, and Osaka winning three or four majors. 
this is the pinnacle. Anyone would, would love to have their successes and they struggle with their mental health. They're not mentally weak. They have a medical condition. And so I really like to emphasize that, that you can have a, a medical diagnosed mental illness and still be mentally tough. And the reason why I emphasize that is because in sports, you know, it is important. We have this belief, you know, you have to be tough and strong and you have to, you know, push through and persevere and you're not hurt, you know, that kind of thing. Having a medical condition does not diminish your ability as an athlete. And I think the part that I really enjoyed about that part in terms of normalization was in terms of the quotes that was in trenched in the book in terms of Simone Biles, DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James, even yourself in terms of quotes around the mental wellness and in terms of being able to take care of your mental health and the importance of that as well, which I think helps in terms of validating an athlete's experience to understand, okay, I can still be an athlete and still be human all at the same time. Yeah, that was really important to me um, um, to find quotes that were relevant to to the topic uh, in the book. And um, I, I spent a quite a bit of time of researching athletes and finding, you know, what what would one say in a given um, on a given topic. And the reason why I did that is just what you said to have relatability, you know, to normalize that. Well, hey, if if Steve Young or LeBron James or Simone Biles commented about a certain topic in this book about mental health. And, and their professional elite athletes, it surely must be okay for others to, to, you know, struggle and try to work through it. So that was really important to me. Um, so, so every, every uh, section in the book has a quote. And then in the journal, and it's a 20-week journal. So I, I tried to have it you know, thinking about seasons in different sports. And so 20 weeks was kind of a good spot to have journal entry. So one entry per week, so 20 of them. And so there's a, you'll find a quote from a different athlete every week. And then there's a Nat chat, as I call them. And the Nat chats are actually quotes that I would say to athletes in session. So it's me talking to the reader, um, just normalizing, encouraging, you know, maybe um, pushing, keeping them focused. And so it's, I, I really hope that I'm able to engage the reader by encouraging and supporting them while they're going through their season in the journal. And Nellie, in your opinion, how would you recommend this book be used to be used at the most optimal level in terms of being able to maximize all resources from the mental wellness to the mental preparation, to the journals, to the resources? And what would you recommend it through having a coach implemented? Would you recommend that athletes take it by themselves? What would you recommend as the author? So, so there's, there's a lot of ways. I'm going to go to the least obvious way first. In the journal, there is a body image, front and back body image. It's in every weekly entry. Uh, with, with that body image, you are asked to, um, kind of just circle or chart how you're feeling in your body. And so you can go through your season every week. And if you, if you have an Achilles, you can circle the Achilles in the book and kind of make a little note on how it's feeling. Is it getting better? Is it feeling more, more tender? 
And you can, that's actually, you're documenting. So a physical trainer, that could help with that information. It helps you because you can kind of see, oh, you know what? It was, it was, I was one through 10, three weeks ago, I was a seven. Now I'm a four, you know, it's, it's not as painful, you know? So that is actually very helpful. You can also take that to your medical doctor and give a, an account for weeks on how you were doing. So that's not an obvious, but it's a, it's a resource that I think is really unique and important. And I will tell you how that came about is in my sessions when we're in season, the athlete, I say we, cause I feel like I'm right in there with them. But when the athlete is in season weekly, I would ask, how's the body feeling? This is important because how an athlete feels physically, it impacts them mentally, emotionally, psychologically. So if we have a tool to kind of track that, you know, and we can let others uh, inform others what's going on, that helps in the process with pain and injury recovery and that sort of thing. So that's one way, you know, if, if, if someone was not interested in anything else in the book, an athletic trainer could definitely uh, receive great information from that. So that's one way. Athletic departments, I would, I would really love to see them buy the book for their athletes in their program. Use it, the journal, um, educate them on the risks that athletes have around mental health and the performance, the f- performance of preparation. And that's where the word prep book comes from, the prep, the preparation that I do to help athletes uh, compete in any given week. Um, there's about 10 um, sections of techniques that help athletes improve. So just doing those, you could do those as a team. You can do it as a whole doc, uh, department. You could do it individually. So it's written in a way where you can get really uh, valid, concise information really quickly, apply it. As soon as you get the book, you can begin applying those techniques for your performance right away. So that's another way. And then Obviously, the the um, just an athlete picking up the book for themselves, you they will get tons of value um, based on the journal, the workbook, the performance, getting more educated about their own mental health and mental wellness, and then lastly, mental health professionals. And you know, I am I've been a sports social worker for a long time, and so many people have come to me. And said, you know, how do you get started? What do you do? You know, if I get an athlete as a client, you know, what are some things I should be doing with them? This book will actually help mental health professionals help them work with athletes. It really will kind of guide your treatment with them. So it's it's an excellent um, resource in that way. And as a sports social worker, Brandon, I was very deliberate. You know, I talked about being a sports social worker. You know, I put that title on, on the front of the book deliberately uh, in in the um, in the uh, some of the um, uh, the resources where I actually describe what a sports social worker is. And I think that's important because a lot of people don't know the differences between, you know, a sports psychologist, a sports social worker, you know, a licensed clinical social worker. So. Um, I definitely had the mental health professional in mind, and for sure, I have the sports social worker in mind. 
And two things that jumped out at me there was around how anyone, including athletes, can jump in and just jump right into the resources and how it's consistent in terms of that ability. But it's also very athlete-friendly in terms of an athlete can pick it up and just jump into it, run with the resources, run with the journaling, understand the language and culture, which I think is a huge aspect. So can we talk about that for a bit? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a book where you don't even have to start at page one. You you can you can go straight to if you had a question on, you know, what is it, you know, I'm I I've been injured or my teammate is injured, or I'm a coach, and I've got an injured athlete, you know, you can page, you know, thumb through the injury section, and really get some insight on how, as a coach, you should be handling and supporting your athlete. As an athlete who's injured, it will educate you and normalize what you're experiencing, you know, so you could just go into that. You can, if you, if you're not ready to journal, but you do want to practice some of the techniques to help you perform better, you can go right to that section. Um, or you can, you know, go through it in the order of, you know, I'm going to start with my journaling. My, my season starts in two weeks. I want to, I want to pick up the, the you know, I want to pick up right, right now with the journal. And so it's, it's really, um, I'm very proud of the fact that there's a lot of uses and I think it's a very friendly read, but you're going to get the benefit with the work that you do with yourself, and you're going to receive good information that will help you as an athlete and as an individual. And the second part that I picked up around was around the importance of the sport culture. Because as we know with athletes, counseling is such an important aspect, but again, you have to have a clinician who understands the culture of sport. And the athlete prep book, it's such a wide range in terms of how it understands sport as a whole. It understands that this book can be used no matter if we're talking about football players, swimmers, soccer players, hockey players, gymnasts. Across the board, this book can be used in such a transformable way. That's right. And, and that, again, Brandon, is the reflection of the work that I do. So, you know, I see boxers. I see football players, you know, uh, American football players, European football players. I see, I see, you know, all types of athletes. And so I was really deliberate in trying to use language to be all encompassing, you know, really including, you know, so I would say sometimes in the book, you know, for your meat, your game, your match. I, I was, I did that purposely because it is really for all athletes. It's important as a mental health professional to really understand the culture of sport, understand um, that athletes, yes, they are not just athletes, but that's a big part of their identity. And so we have to tap into who they are as an athlete, but also not forgetting who they are outside of their sport. And so I try to do a lot of connecting this is important as an athlete and here are some things we need to consider as a person and in terms of the wide range of your experience as a sports social worker and in terms of this book what levels of sport would you recommend coaches or athletes or trainers to utilize the skills and the resources in this yeah i would say starting at about seventh grade on up um, I tried to write it in that sense. And, and again, that kind of mirrors 
right around um, the ages that I see. Like the youngest, generally the youngest is around high school. I do have some athletes that are younger, um, but generally speaking, you know, seventh, eighth grade on up is, is appropriate. And only because of some of the concepts that, you know, you, you know, a, a maybe a fifth grader or a fourth grader may not be able to grasp just yet. But the journal piece, though, the, the journal part of the book, it's checklist, it's writing from themselves, it's um, charting how they're feeling, that actually anyone could use it. And of course, of keeping with the nature of social work and confidentiality, are you able to share with us some of the benefits you've seen of the screeners, of the journaling, of the resources that are immersed throughout this prep book? So I, I would definitely say the things that are in the athletes prep book are things that I have used with professional athletes, college athletes, high school athletes, and, and my Olympic uh, hopefuls. So, so these are things that everything that is in this book, I have done in some way uh, and, and, and in some cases, I've done it with teams. So it is definitely a reflection of things that I know that work in my years of, um, in my practice, things that um, are really kind of the go-tos in my practice. So when you get the book, and this is, you know, for for the athletes who will be doing that, and then the mental health professionals who would want to kind of work with the athlete to do this. These are techniques that you may be familiar with. You, some of the things I've created myself that are just straight from my work, but they, they have been tried. You know, they have been um, used. And, and I don't have a scientific, you know, report. It's just my own um, experience doing it, and it has worked. And I feel the aspect that it can be done as an individual working one-on-one with an athlete, but also in a team environment which really makes it universal for coaches, trainers, mental health professionals, or even athletes themselves to be able to understand that this isn't just a one-shot deal. This is a multifaceted tool. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and there are things in um, in the book um, that I have done within, with, with teams. And I, I actually have a, a QR code uh, in the book that you can scan and you get a bonus. And it's actually a vision board for athletes, which I, I don't think there, there's one out there. I looked and I like using vision boards and, um, and I actually, um, created that tool for, um, a D one program and I used it with a team. So, so the things that you, that are in there, you know, are my resources that I really believe in and that I use every day. And I, I think it will be beneficial. So, so the, the vision board, you know, you, you scan the QR code and then you're able to get, um, get download, um, extra worksheets that are in the book, uh, the vision board. So it's a, it's a free little tool that, that I'm providing, but use that vision board. Um, it really kind of helps the mind and allow you to kind of do some free thinking about who you are and your sport and how you're feeling. So it's just another little extra tool. But yeah, for sure, I wanted to create something that it wouldn't just sit on a shelf and, you know, you think about it, you know, oh, maybe it's something in there. I wanted it to be very user-friendly that you could get a lot of use out of it throughout your time and your season and beyond that. And that's the part that really intrigued me was in terms of it's not just 
four seasons, but there's the prep, there's the postseason. And how can coaches, athletes, anyone who's involved in sport be able to structure their practice routines, their expectations for their teams, and their plan with using the prep book? Yeah, for sure. You know what I would love, because you're right, you know, it's, it's, I thought about the preseason, you know, during the season, postseason and next season. Right. And so um, in the beginning, there are um, questionnaires um, really getting an assessment on where the athlete currently is right before their season. You know, where's their motivation? You know, how are they feeling? What are they thinking about as far as goals going into uh, the season? And so I really like and this is what I do in my practice. I really like to have those discussions before the season. It kind of sets us, sets us up for, you know, understanding where, where a person is, how they're feeling, how they're thinking, you know, let's set some, some goals. And so if you, that's the pre pre season. So, you know, do that. And then for the regular season, we're, we're doing that journal and we're doing these check-ins, you know, how am I feeling? You know, how's my motivation? How's my screen time? Like looking at all those things week to week to week. And, and I haven't mentioned the goal setting part of it. You know, I believe that we should be setting goals for practice, for performance, and assessing those goals. Let's, let's reflect on those goals. So all that's going on during the season. And then after the season, postseason, however long your season is, whether you go to the playoffs or regionals or whatever it is, is I believe that we should be doing a reflection on let's really review from day one until now. What did we learn? What did we do? How do we feel about the performance? How did we feel about, you know, our challenges? What did we do well? You know, what are our growth areas? Right. So then there's that. And then let's begin to think about next season, you know? So it's constantly thinking and connecting the individual with what they want to do. So I, I really see that athletic departments or programs could really break the book up, you know, start with preseason before the season starts and do those questionnaires, do some of those reflections, begin to set some goals for yourself. And that really kind of sets a tone. Um, it gets us in the in the mindset of what do we want to accomplish this season by beginning. And when you write something down, you know, it becomes that much more powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an accountability with just writing it down with yourself. Go ahead and go that extra step and share it. It becomes even that much powerful. So, so then we go into the season and the af- after the postseason. So I've really, it's a complete tool for, for that athlete um, to really look to improve their performance. And I'm willing to bet we already have folks that are wondering where can they get their hands on this prep book. So let's go through it and let people know where they can get this because I'm sure we got coaches, athletes, parents, trainers, mental health professionals that are already probably Googling as they're listening to this show. Where can I find the athlete prep book? For sure. So um, you so it's the athlete prep book and it's on Amazon right now. You can just put in uh, the athlete's prep book under my name. It'll pop up. You can also go to uh, my website, um, the book site, and that's um, uh, prepbook.info. 
www.ebooksforbeginnersbook.com. And so that will lead you to the, uh, the link to grab the book as well. Parents, like you say, athletes, coaches, anyone who works or loves an athlete, this book is for you for sure. And of course, folks, we'll have all the websites, the social media, all the information in our caption for the episode as well and for the book. So you can find that link below as well. So feel free to check that out. One question, Natalie, that comes to my mind especially is, what was your favorite part about writing this book? Or what's one part that really stuck out for you? Hmm. Um, let's see. I, I guess... It's, it's really, you know, it's, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, what's your sa- favorite kid? You know, like, what's your, what's your favorite? It, it's hard to say what was a favorite part, but I did really enjoy um, putting together the performance part of it. You know, the things that um, help athletes with like just simple tools or exercises they can do. I really enjoy doing that, putting that in the book, because that's the stuff I do every day. Um, so, so that, that was really, really nice to kind of like see the stuff that I do every day actually written in a book form. That was pretty cool. And then I also enjoyed, um, the mental health resource too, being able to provide psychoeducation around mental health, mental illness, and, uh, and mental wellness, right? We want to be mentally well. And what does that look like? And providing that from an athlete's perspective. I think that was something that was needed. You know, I don't think there's a lot out there like that. And so I really took a lot of pride of, of really picking topics that I thought were appropriate that athletes would need to know or would have questions about or a coach would want to know. So I was really proud to put that in there too. And I guess much like any other championship in sports, will there be a repeat? Will there be a second coming of the book? So, um, yes, yes. Um, the prep, so the athlete prep book is the first one and the, it will be a series. So it'll be the prep book series. So we're going, um, I'm going to do, you know, I don't have a title yet, but it will be for parents. And, and again, this is other reflections of my work. So the idea will be parents of athletes, things that can support them as their child is going through, whatever phase that they're in, whether that's just starting out, whether that's getting recruited, you know, being a sports parent, you know, the, the, the good and the bad, the pros and the cons. And there, there may not be a journal, but there will be something to kind of support them in their journey as a parent of an athlete. Definitely a valuable and well-needed resource for sure that there's definitely a gap in that area, but so excited to hear when that will be coming forward there as well. You've definitely done a, phenomenal job in being a trailblazer in this area in terms of producing the resources that's needed in this field and so excited to see yourself grow as a sports social worker and bring more and more to the field and thank you again for joining us on courtside thank you so much it's such a pleasure thank you brandon i appreciate you so folks you check out Nellie Grave on her website. You can check her out on social media as well as you can find the athlete prep book on Amazon. So go check that out. Take a read, apply to your team, your athlete, or to yourself as an athlete, and give it a review and a uh, recommend it to friends and other athletes there as well. Because again, it can be used in so many different aspects of sport culture. Folks, if you enjoyed today's episode and want to check out other episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Audible, and Podbean. 
You can also follow us on social media at Wellness Athletic Services on Facebook and Instagram. If you have any questions or ideas for the show, feel free to email us at wellnessathleticservices at gmail.com. Thank you and stay well. Mm-hmm.